This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We will say your name, George Floyd. Justice for George Floyd. Derek Chauvin, the verdict came back guilty on all three, three of the charges. And to say what a collective sigh of relief. I was desperate for Minnesota and for America for justice because we saw it with our own flipping eyes. Yeah. How could there be any right. other thing but guilty? I mean, how much more out in the open mm-hmm. does a black man's death have to be? And, 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 you know, I have been calming people down because I, I don't know why I wasn't skeptical. I felt in my heart, Julia, mm-hmm. last week it was going to come back guilty. And I said, and... Casey's like, you're just a wishful, optimistic. Right. And I said, but how, we all do saw you, it. how do you rectify what you saw? Right. You kind of explain that with your eyes. And everyone saw it and everyone knew it was wrong. And it's just this. And his is, own his own peers, you know, that that went on too long, that that was not, you know, yeah. the way that things are done. Blah, blah, you know, they all of that. And I just thought and I thought of George Floyd's little daughter. And I remember last year. We played the audio. She and her mom were on GMA, and she was like six years old. Mm-hmm. And Barbara Streisand had given her a trip to Amazon, Disney, uh, Disney World, and gave her stock. Yes, she did because she thinks she did. And then she just That's said right. tearfully, "Well, my mama said my daddy changed the world mm-hmm. because I mean, this is so the whole world was watching. It's fun watching. So we're with, watching different feeds of what's uh, happening downtown Minneapolis, what's happening George Floyd Square. It's just joy. The joy. And everybody, relief, even though, of course, even with the guilty victim verdict, you know, his family has lost, you know, but this, this is a precious person. But at least we, he, the, you've been seen. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe people are starting to see what uh, the the heavy need that black people mm-hmm. and people of color have and been living right. under. The injustice, it's gone on and on 400 years. This is so. It's, it's just it's, unbelievable. I feel so happy I could just I burst do out too. crying. I do too. We, yeah. yeah I really. Just because it our was phones justice. have been lighting up from all of our families and friends praying from Minnesota, from around the country. Rocco, did you Rocco. hear from people? Like, did you have some friends from say God or what's going on? Oh uh, yeah, there? I mean mostly beforehand, right? Saying, say, stay safe, and are you guys all right? You know, because nobody knew what was going to happen. You know, we Lori did. The I did. I know. Lori did. Lori here did. I, was just I like, think people are so relieved. Yeah, yeah, and I and it was of course only. You know, a, a white privileged Mona Chandra such as myself could have that belief because right. you know what? I, what I mean, else? You don't know any differently. I don't know any differently, right. and but I'm right. just thinking, 
I don't know. This just seems like I, yeah. I just had this feeling, Julia, yeah, that this good. is going to be what happened. And I think it was also, you know, uh, I I just to think of anything else. Oh, I couldn't bring couldn't. myself to no, think of it. No, no, no. But this is just such it's great news. So if you're just joining us, family and Derek yeah. shot and guilty on all three counts, all three charges against him. This is they're putting under the George Floyd square on a gas station sign, justice for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it, they're putting up letters right now. Just, um, I don't know how it's going to finish, yeah. but um, people, there's great, you know, if people want to be excited and watch what the live streams or watch it on the new channel five is carrying it and everyone else. I mean, it's just, and we've seen time and time again where people get away with things, yeah. but we've never had anything be this blatant. Yeah. The film, you know, yes. that did change everything, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. we couldn't be happier for our community, for our friends. What's the, uh, the, uh, nobody ever thought the revolution would start in Minneapolis except Prince. Rocco, you know that song. Yeah, you know that, right? You know that song. What's that from? Well, I mean, it's just the fact that his band was called The Revolution. Revolution, yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. You know, I I don't know. I think maybe just, yeah, I mean, of course it was going to end here. And it was, it's been a long year because, you know, this happened. It's almost been a year. And on top you know. of the COVID situation going on, it's been a long year for everybody. But for, mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, this can't be, they wrote justice served, I believe. I can't yeah. read the whole sign. But so anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very happy. I know Julia. it. We've I got, I feel like a huge I know. sigh of relief. I know. And I'm just, uh, I know we're just it's we're kind of speechless and it's kind of it's kind of like a weird it's emotional I kind of want to watch all the news coverage right now honestly to kind of hear what everyone's saying yeah and I can only imagine how you know people were like very very worried that once again this guy is going to get away with something because the the people have uh, officers have yeah um taken lives unjustly and Mm -hmm. and all of this and and uh so you, I can see where like a lot of people are. Yeah, he's not going to be found guilty. Right. This you know? is just and people are cheering and clapping mm-hmm. and so anyway, we just share joy with everybody here in the Twin Cities area and all of our listeners around the world. I guess. Yeah, so I this know. This is just a big, we, a big darn deal. That's right, Joy. I oh, always forget gosh. about all of our international. I know, um, right? L- people who enjoy our show. Oh, justice served. Yeah. Oh, people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we need to take another break right away, Rocco, to get um, in we some can, things. We can if you just want to catch your breath or whatever. All right. Uh, you and, know. Well, we've got um, we've got a great book coming up. Oh, and it's, it's so timely. It is so timely. And, Julia, um, you are uh, really... You're the new Donnie Love in the booking books department. Oh, you're pretty good at it. And you're giving us it. a great selection of authors really, and stories. We have really read. But, I mean, this book is, is about race. It's it is in the South. South. But, I mean, race is everywhere. But, yeah, it's, but it's, too it's, young. A, it's an insight into a time, uh, you in know. In the 1920s. W- in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. It could be right now. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's but I mean, as far as like the same issues that we're dealing with, so it's just like a kind of a amazing that it happened to be today. I would I have thought it. you would have gotten some kind of 
Willie Nelson memoir or something oh, you're for such today. A brat for four twenty. For four twenty. What such is a Virgo planner. What's going on with the four twenty scene? I do we have some. Three I do have some four twenty. Yeah. I know it. All right. So someone came up with some four twenty sayings or something. Um, it is four twenty. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe some people will Another, be experiencing that later. Yeah. Gosh. Guilty, guilty, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> puff, puff, pass. I know. <laughs> I know. No, we, let's just go to break and then Rocco can. Yeah. We'll, we'll catch reset. our breath. We'll catch our breath. Yeah. We'll, we'll be right we'll back. Thanks, everyone, for hanging get, out with us. Get and, Kelly on yeah. The line. All, right, All right. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club today. It's just, I don't know, it's so uh, unbelievably fitting that we have a, a book on today that's called The Girls in the Stilt House. Kelly must. Mustian, is that how you say your last name, Kelly? Yes. Is joining okay. us and it's your debut novel and we, we're 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 so um giddy with relief that Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges. Uh, you yes. know the justice of that and then having your book, which is, you know, about race and justice and just this wonderful story about a time in America when a lot has changed and a lot hasn't changed. So it's just like, thank you for being with us. Well, thank you for having me so much. And what a momentous day. It's uh, quite a day. I know we're all really um, emotional today. Yes. Yes. 100% Kelly. Yeah. And um, we really are. We really and, are. And, and thank you. A... Cause we were going to talk to you an hour ago and Kelly's on the East coast and, and right. you were nice enough to, um, uh, wait an hour for us. Well, so, you were you were probably watching the news too. Oh my goodness, I was. I was glued to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I'm really emotional. Like I know the whole country is. Um, it's uh, yeah. I don't know how we could, we had to move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it is it is super emotional. Well, it is because I mean I don't know. I just think that. Uh, people have felt ashamed. I know white people have felt ashamed. I mean, Minnesota, we've been ashamed that this happened here, that we were, you know, like, I mean, the, the injustices that have happened, it was like that for whatever reason, maybe because it was such a long video and we saw it with our eyes, but we, maybe is this the thing that's going to finally make people sit up and take notice? Really notice? I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, I, I know we've uh, been disappointed before, but um, gosh, I, I really hope so. I hope this is a, a huge turning point. Yeah, uh, a huge too. awakening. It, yeah. yeah, it really is. And your book, the is, girls in the the girls house. in the stilt house. You know, this is just such a you know takes place in the south and give us the setup of of the story because I just can't it's, help but think the timing of your book is just karma. Because it's such a wonderful story. Um, Thank you so much. And thank you for having me here and and going through with this on a day like this. I so appreciate it. Um, As for the book, um, the story opens in Mississippi in the 1920s. So that's Prohibition era, very racially charged setting. And we see two teenagers, Matilda and Ada. And um, when the book opens, they're about to hide a body way out in the woods in an old overgrown tomb with a cracked lid. Um, Ada is the daughter of a trapper, a father that nobody would want. She grew up in a stilt house hidden away on a, on a bald cypress swamp 
Um, Matilda, from very different circumstances, daughter of sharecroppers from the other side of the Natchez Trace and from across the racial divide. And these two strangers are, are thrown together by a murder that happens and puts both of their, their lives in danger. Mm. Um, so it's about secrets and, um, uh, well, uh, you know, uh, of course it's about a lot more than, than yes. I can say here. You know, one of the one of the things, first of all, um, you know, learning more about the Natchez Trace area. And I know that you grew up kind of in this area that I felt like that was a character in this book because you feel like you're walking through the swamps with these young women. And you yeah, feel like you're so you know, the, where the ravine is and the valley is that this happens in and over here behind the big tree. I mean, it really you really are an excellent writer. And I know that this is your debut novel, novel, Kelly. It's a it's yes. a wonderful book. Thank you so much. Um, I just uh, absolutely love hearing that. I I'm a kind of a sentence first writer, um, plot second, which is really not the way to sell a book. <laughs> but uh, the sentences, how they sound, the description, the the melody of the sentences. Um, I I've said many times I could write a uh, I would love to write eighty thousand words a whole book on. Daffodils blowing in the breeze. That would love that. I could do that. Um, so I had to work hard to uh, to get uh, you know the action and the plot. Um, so I love that you like that the that the trace and the swamp seemed like a character in itself because it definitely was to me. Yeah, it, it really it is. And and I don't know how you you got Karen Dion who wrote the Marsh King's Daughter, which. Which is a wonderful fantastic book. And then book. John Clinch, who wrote uh, Marley, but you got book blurbs from them. And I'm like, we agree 100% with what they said about your book because your two girls, Aiden, Matilda, I mean, we feel for them. We cheer for them. I mean, my heart was breaking for Matilda and the racist crap that her family had to go through. You know, but how yeah. you paint, you know, that really gave us a and empathy for 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 the characters in in a very deep way well that that's wonderful um i i really was hoping that that would be the reaction to this book i know that there will probably be different reactions to it and um so i'm i'm really really grateful to hear that um as far as the people who blurbed it they are some of my favorite writers people i absolutely respect so it was such an honor for me for them to uh to speak out, particularly about a book with a subject like this, it, it was a lot to ask of someone, and um, they were just fantastic, and they're all writers that are just heroes to me. Um, it was, you know, there's an element in this book of bearing witness to what I knew to be true. I grew up in some very tumultuous years of the civil rights movement in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. I left at 19, but I understood that culture so well, having coming of, come of age there. Mm-hmm. Um, something about growing up somewhere, you're just permeated with that place. And um, there was an element of bearing witness, but I didn't want to overstep. I didn't want to cause any harm, add to all the years of harm that had been done. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was, it was something that I didn't come too lightly. Interesting, you know, because Kelly and I talked about an hour ago, um, and you know, you were talking about when you originally wrote the book because it's a, it's a young white girl. The girls in the stilt house, yeah. Um, it's about a young white girl and a young black um, mm-hmm. girl. And so you talked about that you, Matilda, who's a young black girl, had had a much lesser role. But your publisher challenged you to have her have a bigger part in the story. How did that come um, about and what was the background on that? 
Yeah, it wasn't my publisher. It was my agent. Oh, excuse wanna, me. I'm um, sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. that on my publisher. Okay. But, um, <laughs> I did write it differently in the beginning. I wrote Matilda from a, a wide distance, and she was a mystery until the very end and didn't speak until the last chapter. Mm. And um, it was my agent who loved Matilda and uh, thought that she should have more equal billing mm-hmm. with Ada, wanted to bring her forward. And honestly, it was a really hard decision for me, having come from Mississippi and witnessed so much displacement and and oppression. Um, I had to think a long time about it and how to do it and if I was going to do it. And uh, he was right. My agent was right. It was the right thing to do. Um, I think just having in a place that a town that I grew up in that was at least 50 percent black or at least is now it was about Mm. that when I was there just to have minor characters in the background in a book in a place where race was everything uh, seemed like a form of exclusion and discrimination itself. So, um, like I said, it was it was tough, a tough road to navigate, but um, I hope I did it well. I hope that I did Matilda justice and and um, yeah, I'm open to any response that anybody has. I'm listening. Well, well I, I've got one. I would like to. I would like to know what happens to Matilda. I want yes. another. I want more story because I. She's not, such an interesting, young, vibrant woman, and I. I, I love the voice of her and um, the practice. I don't know. She was really. I'm interested in the rest of the story because your book kind of uh, ends. Um, in a satisfying way, but I was like, well, I wonder what's going to happen next after Matilda, you know. In that first version, or one of the many versions of this book, before I settled on on where it is now, I had an epilogue at one point, Mm -hmm. so I know what happens (laughs) to Matilda. Are you going to tell us? I I can, but, you know, part of the magic of a book is what the reader brings to it. Yeah, right. And I hate to force um, a future, a Matilda's future on on people when they may have their own ideas, you know. Right, oh, that's, maybe, that's brilliant. We're just thinking about your next book, yeah, but maybe, Kelly. Yeah, we're giving you an assignment, it. but but <laughs> if you're just joining us, the girls in the stilled house. It is moving. It is a triumph. It is a, a deep look into race and it in the friendship that. And the like, really the, strength the sturdiness of, and strength of a character sometimes to do the right thing. Yeah, and even though they don't it's know, gonna paint all kinds right. of people. And I don't know. It's it was it's a perfect. We couldn't book. really we really couldn't put this book down. Oh, well, I love that. I love that you see them as strong characters. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things in my head, um, I've had a couple of comments about it. Most people love both of the characters and see them as strong, but I had a couple of comments about Ada um, seeming like a weak character. I know everybody likes the triumphal hero, um, you know, the feisty girl who overcomes everything. And um, Ada was, you know, she was had a hard time in life and. I really wanted to speak, too, to people like Ada who are so beaten down by their Mm -hmm. circumstances Mm -hmm. and so emotionally stripped that even the tiniest of steps is enormous to someone like that. And I wanted to give honor to that. So I love that um, that you see them as strong women. Oh, Kelly, you're so lovely. Yeah, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. What what is your day job besides (laughs) writing your first book? (laughs) (laughs) You have family and you live in the foothills of North Carolina? 
I live near the foothills, so okay. I don't want to. I don't want to tell. I, I know that was tricky uh, terminology there, yeah. but I live very close to the foothills. But I spend so much time in them that um, I, I'm very connected to them. I actually live about 45 minutes from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, um, which is just the best place in the world. I have lived all over the country, and uh, since I left Mississippi at 19. And uh, the, the mountains of North Carolina are just the best. I've lived in 12 states, and I really love this place. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, we are just, what a treat to meet you. And can you, we always ask everyone, what's the last great book that you've read? Yes, it's hard to pick one, and I haven't been able to read as much um, lately as I normally do just for pleasure, just, you know, my to-read pile. Yeah. But I will mention I will mention a book that's not out quite yet. I got an early peek at this, but it's called Fox and I. It's like nothing I've ever read. It's a, an intimate memoir. It's a scientific nature book with some fantasy thrown in, and oh. all in just beautiful writing, absolutely gorgeous writing. Like F-O-X? Raven. Like F-O-X uh-huh. and I? Yes, Fox and I, Kathleen Raven is the author. Um, Wonderful. So that's that's my recommendation. Well, we recommend everyone read The Girls in the Stilt House um, by Kelly Mustan. 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 You Mustan. 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 We'll get it. And, and it's just, it was a delight. I've heard it all. And, yeah, it's, it, it was a treat for us to talk to you. And especially today on this um Really, it's historic, Mm -hmm. and your book is something people should read. And so, thank you for your time, Kelly. And we hope that uh, your publisher gets in touch with us for your next book. Oh, wonderful! Thank you so much, Roy and Julia. I have enjoyed this so much. You're just you're both awesome. Oh, thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to get back to that thing we do here. I'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? is the meaning of this all right we were just talking about how wonderful um oh, kelly kelly our author was for the girls in the stilt house and just what a historic day we're having here in minnesota and the timing to have her the on karmic magic of your booking Julia, well, that this happened i mean you know that we would have a book about the racial divide between two na- teenage girls and their oh. lives and well, i she mean she was such an interesting author talking about and the story how she tells it and the whole you know girls from the stilt house people yeah and but like that you know black people in america the whole sharecropping uh, system and all of the bs that went along with that that kept people that we didn't even you many people don't know about you know and it's right this is just a wonderful wonderful novel we don't have any to give away sorry sorry guys i forgot to check my inbox on that but I would read to me this book read like someone who's written a number of books. Oh, one hundred percent. And also, if you're a book club person, it comes with the questions. It comes with the <laughs> Which questions. We always think is helpful and a conversation, so it gives you reading group guide yep. and a conversation with the author. And I loved her character of Miss Tuttle, and just yeah. this really, really, it was it. This book gave me Let's some stick. hope. Yeah. When I read it a couple weekends ago about everything, mm-hmm. I just thought, okay, one one story at a time we can overcome all yeah. of this. So it's the girls it, in the still house. Anyway, yeah. it's it was so fun to have to have her on our show mm-hmm. and to hear She just seemed like she would be a college professor yeah. or something. And just how important it was for her to get the voices right. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you just, I, yeah, she's just smart. That was just fun. Okay. Julia, All right. So now you, what are we you, moving on to next? We're what? so giddy here. We are so happy. <laughs> For the don't you feel happy and relieved? Don't you just I feel mean, relieved? Relieved, and, relieved. Oh. and just also sad and proud. Yeah, and the person I'm thinking about a lot is uh, Darnella Frazier, who took the video. Yeah, without that, there's no case. There's a you're you're, you're right, and there's correct. Right? There's She's a, 17 years old and sits there and films a man being murdered. Yeah, and the bravery of her that was trending on Twitter right now too, Rocco. Mm-hmm. And thank you for bringing it up because what a brave young woman! And she talked about her PSTD um, when she, I mean, of having recorded that and everything that happened as a result of that. And her, and, her nine-year-old cousin right. and the, the oh. other guy and the the other the, the witnesses woman, right the there. Witnesses, that yeah. just would have been horrific. But anyway, you're right, Rocco. Um, there's a lot of people we. To think about right now, yeah, it's but a, just the sense of relief. relief and and sadness and happiness. It is like this mixed bag of it really all of is. this, but it's been a, a long. It it's been a long. It feels like last summer was a long time ago. Oh. In many many ways, we were all the you know we had. I couldn't it, even. George Floyd happened, and that was so and the upsetting. COVID scare that no one knew what was going on. Yeah, people weren't being honest about it, and all this. Being then, you know, the presidential election, election. we were just like, we've all been through we're exhaust, a year. Everyone's exhausted, and, and you know, in workplaces, you know, it's like everyone's got two or every, three jobs, but in <laughs> boss like get in line, you know, because everyone's burnt out. Everybody uh, is burnt out. My, I think my therapist said for the first time she has a waiting list. Because people are just in need of uh, help. There's just so much going on that we can't control. Right. And it's affecting our, 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 our ability to function but we're getting through it we you know that's what we do at my talk and this was but, like a huge Rocco, step thank you for today. sharing that too yeah. because again i do think the mental health of so many people has been so disrupted this past year that it's it's deep it's just deep everything is and it doesn't just get better no with it doesn't one thing or being in a new no. year and i remember thing there's it's just like yeah and I want to thank the Minneapolis United Way because um, a woman, um, Donna, reached out to us right when the George Floyd thing was going down. And we were, I was crippled. I couldn't talk about race. I couldn't talk about what was going on. I really was. Lori, you were so good. And Donnie had just, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was no longer with us. And we're in this transition phase. And you were so strong. I just couldn't even have the conversations. And I think about how much further we yeah. all are in our conversations about color, about race in our world, and about different things that we didn't have these deep conversations about it, before. But it, it is something that if you're a white person native to Minnesota, it's it's there's I don't know you're you it I don't know I've just there's uh, people who can't talk about race. They're it was very, really hard for there's me. There's a lot of just sort of I don't know. It's I I have. A, I don't know. It's just I don't know why that is. It's because you because I didn't I didn't want to say people. the wrong thing, and I right. didn't want to. I was so afraid of not saying. You know, but people are people. You well, know, I know, and, and I think and that's I, the I grace. Remember, said to I said just, this was happening with a bunch of Woodbury oh. mommy's kids. 
you guys would burn the strip malls down well, in course. a heartbeat. But well, I of mean, of course, everyone would do this for their kids. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like that, this has been going on and on and on and on and on, and it has felt uh, hopeless in that way. You know? Yeah. But I, and, I, I and really have think to. We've we've got to be able to talk to, about it. Yeah, and I think that is something. Eyes were opened with that video in a way 100%. that wouldn't have happened. And that's why it had to be guilty. Mm-hmm. We all had eyes. Oh, you know, and for our community. I mean, yeah. our community has been tense and for a long time, and so I'm I'm grateful for that too. Yes. Um, all right. So, well, is there anything again, Hollywood speak? Well, listen. I feel <laughs> bad for Queen Elizabeth. Oh, because no kidding! She Another not, one died. Double heartbreak on the day she buries her husband. Her dear, dear friend, who was her manager of the Royal Studs, which is not her hot guys in the you know beaver head hats, yes. but the other people, the horse people. He died. He was eighty six. My uh, Sir Michael Oswald. His wife was her mom's. Lady in waiting for like 30 years. They like grew up together. Right. She was, you know, just uh, 95 and he was 86. So they, he accompanied her to, made all the horse decisions. He died, <laughs> which she loved. He accompanied her, but let's just cut to the chase. But he made he, all those decisions. And her he, horses were her passion. And he accompanied her yes. to races and which yes. things they should buy. He was, uh, oh. anyway, he was 86 and they were just dear, and a longtime friend of she and her husband. And uh, he also had been close to um, the Queen Mother. So he's a longtime family friend. Yeah. So that happened. And then she's going to turn 